Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I am Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? I'm perfect. How are you? If I was any better, I would be Andre Edwards. Speaking <laughs> of Andre Edwards, how are you today, sir? Man, if I, be, if I was any better, I'd be you. Ooh, you got, you're struggling right now, then. Exactly. You are struggling. Exactly. I just came back from a four-hour drive from West Virginia, so you are struggling if you are uh, as good as me. So here's, uh, here's the deal. Everybody knows when Andre comes on the podcast that it's Bengals talk because there's not a lot of NFL talk on this podcast until Dre comes on. So Only, only because you have me on right before the season starts. So <laughs> well, We would have you on more, but by the time the third game rolls around, nobody wants to talk about the Bengals anymore. anyway, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so true. So, uh, so let's go ahead and just jump right in to the Bengals talk. And the biggest thing that happened, obviously, is the Joe Burrow deal. You came on after the Bengals drafted Joe Burrow. We had a nice little podcast that day. How about just a little up, update? Uh, uh, word on the street is that he was just named as a rookie to be a captain of this football team today. Yeah, man. Uh Everything that I'm known about and, and read about and heard about Joe Burrow is he's that dude, man, right? Like, to for your teammates to embrace you to the extent that they have, and um, you, you look at, like, you know, the uh, social injustice piece of it all and, and them having him read the second half of the statement, and, you know, I, I think his teammates genuinely understand and recognize that, this is the dude that we can depend on, and this is the dude who's going who's gonna to take us to where we need to be. So for him to be named a captain, while not shocking from understanding who he is as a, as a person and, and who he's been to this point, uh, it is probably at least a little bit surprising uh, in the grand scheme of, hey, he's just a rookie. What does this kid know? But, you know, I think his, I think his teammates know and understand that yo, this kid can take us where we want to go. Yeah, and, and so from what I've heard, too, is he's looked great uh, for the most part during camp and during the, the scrimmage. Um, what have you seen? Have you do, From what you've seen, from what you've heard, do you feel like – and he's obviously going to start the season. He's the starter. He's, he's number one. There's no I, – I probably couldn't even name the, the backup at this point. I can't Ryan remember. Finley. Ryan yeah. Finley is his name. That's right. That's right. Um, it doesn't matter though, right? <laughs> we we hope. We hope. <laughs> so so is the hype because I'm hearing the hype from everybody, right? Is the hype? Do you think it's legit? From what we've seen so far, we're gonna see him this weekend. Is the hype legit? So everything that I've heard, read, I even took a trip down uh, and stood on the bridge one day and <laughs> watched. Uh, with some binoculars uh, everything that I've seen heard read you know put together is the kid's the real deal man um, it, w even when he makes mistakes the biggest thing that I have have seen is that he comes back and is successful either the very next attempt the very next series whatever it is right um, 
he he in one of the one of the practices he threw an interception to uh, the new linebacker Josh Bynes, and Josh went to reporters afterwards and was like, "Hey man, this is the first time a rookie has ever come to me afterwards and been like, hey man, what did you see on that interception? Why why did that happen?" Um, so you you just know and understand like this this dude's on a different level. Like we've been we've been used to Andy Dalton, great guy, awesome person, not necessarily the person I want to go to battle with if we got to win a game, right? Carson Palmer, kind of a quiet leader, super great talent, but not really that dude you want to run through a wall for, right? But if you can take you know super great guy super awesome talent and combine them together. That's kind of what you get with, with Joe Burrow, right? He, he's the, he's the quintessential quarterback leader. He has that air about him that not quite cocky, but just uber confident, right? It's, 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 it's just shy of Baker Mayfield taking the OU flag and planting it at Ohio State, right? I mean, like you don't want you don't want that because that just that'll get you killed when somebody's trying to to take revenge on what you just did. But you know, having just short of that kind of swagger, that's what you're looking for in the QB. I I, I heard he holds the I heard he even holds the Gatorade bottle, just different than anybody else. You know, just everything about him. <laughs> He holds it like a champion, okay? He holds it like, like a champion, champion you know? Kind Label of out, hand right, so you can see it. That's There's right. one pinky just slightly up. You just don't see – just a little bit up. That's how you know. I hear you. Knows hear how you. to pour it just so he gets the right amount of nutrients out of you. Every time. Every time. So, so, the biggest, the biggest uh, lacking side of this team is probably, in my eyes, the linebackers, correct? Am I wrong about that? Uh, it'll be close. So I would say linebackers are unproven, uh, but you do have a veteran in Josh Bynes. You do have uh, a second-year guy, Jermaine Pratt, who should in all likelihood take a step forward. To me, that's still the biggest question mark on this team is going to be offensive line. Just because it, uh, you have, you know, a left tackle while being the number one pick from last year is the same way as the number one pick this year. He hasn't seen a real NFL snap yet, right? So you got a rookie left tackle. You got a left guard in Michael Jordan who, you know, should be solid and should should improve. And he was better the second half of the year than he was the first half. So you, you hope he continues on that trajectory. Um, you know, you got, you got Trey at center. Trey Hopkins, solid. Not a dude who – you know, is going to go to multiple Pro Bowls and, you know, not a, not a pouncy brother type of guy, but a, but a guy who's solid and, and can really carry you to where you need to be. But then you look at the right side of that offensive line, man, and it gets, it, it gets dicey to scary depending upon, you know, where you're looking. You got Xavier Suofilo, who is not a household name by any stretch of the imagination, you know, com- coming in at right guard. And then, of course, every Bengals fan's favorite uh, whipping boy, Bobby Hart, at right tackle. Who, well, the way he's uh, gone, so you need somebody. He, I mean, he he lets through more people than Grand Central Station, is all I'm saying. And so, uh, you know, you just, you're just getting nervous about that right side of the line. You, there's just a lot of question marks. And 
when this entire season is predicated upon how well Joe Burrow does, that's a scary prospect to know that the guys who are supposed to be protecting him, you're not 100% confident in. I watched Joe Burrow multiple times roll out to his left and, look, and throw a ball on a dime across his body and look very good. So, you know, as much as I hate to say that I'm, I'm okay with him scrambling, at least we've got, you know, we've got a little while with, with him. He's still pretty mobile at his young age and can throw the ball very well on the run that I'm, I, I still feel like, like Joe can uh, take care of himself even if he does get some pressure. As long as, as long as he understands this is now a job and you need to get down. The oh, NFL, out of bounds. Get out right? of bounds. I don't care. One yard loss or one those yard. Are, those, are your, those are your two jobs. When you decide to make that run, when you decide to make that move, I'm perfectly okay with you doing it. But no one understand, this play is not as, as important as the next play. So get down, get out of bounds. Exactly. So what point in time does Billy Price kick back into this starting lineup? Does he have a chance at getting back in at center and possibly pushing Trey back over to that right guard spot? and maybe making that right side solid, slightly more solid? Or no. is Billy Price just pretty much – is he a, is he almost a lost cause at this, time, at this point? Billy Price is bordering on, dancing on, whatever you want to call it, being a bust. Um, it's, it's unfortunate for, for as high as he was drafted and, and as highly touted as he was coming out of, coming out of Ohio State, man. One, he can't catch a break injury-wise. And then two, I mean, I'm pretty sure Trey Hopkins was a undrafted free agent out of Texas. Um, basically, just came up and took his job, right? Like, yep. we yep. didn't we didn't even know Trey could play center. No, no, we didn't. And he Billy took Billy Price's job, right? So that that to me that speaks volumes of all right. You let some cat that we didn't even know could play the position take your job. And now we, we brought in Xavier Suofilo. Again, not a household name, but we brought him in to play. And, you know, we drafted Michael Jordan to play left guard in the fourth round. Like, you're a first-round prospect, man. You should be either the starting center or pushing somebody for, that, for either guard position, and he's just not. Yeah, that's too bad because that's a. It almost feels like a waste of a pick at that point in time. Agreed. But, Agreed. You know, uh, that's what the draft is all about, man. It's no, you you, you never one hundred percent know what's going to come out of it. It's the biggest. It's the biggest crap shooting sports. Absolutely. All right, so go ahead, Adam. No, sorry. Um, you mentioned some uh, question marks, like in the linebacking core and on the offensive line. Is there a position group that you feel like is going to be uh, greatly improved? Wide receiver. I mean, is you it, really improved, or is it just still that talented? No, well, so if we're, if we're if we're looking if we're looking year over year, right? So last year you had no AJ Green at all. You okay. had no John Ross for eight games. Yeah. Right? Um, Tate was just coming into his own a, as a player, and you didn't have T Higgins, who you drafted this year. So you take and add those four dudes for anywhere from 12, you know, 11 to 16 games, depending on how healthy they can stay. That is a huge upgrade 
over what uh, you know Andy Dalton and, and, and Ryan Finley were throwing to last year. Yeah, basically, Alec Erickson was your number two. Right. The year last. Year. Well, and 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 Tate between Tate and Alex Erickson, you know they were they were your number two and three guy, and Boyd, who is a very strong slot receiver, was your number one. You just can't you can't survive that way in the long haul. I've heard a lot of things about um, about Tyler Boyd and Joe Burrow uh, and their connection. Yeah been pretty tight um as a guy who just got done with a few uh with five different fantasy football drafts they were both right next to each other in the uh in the line and i took tyler boyd every single time over aj green yeah when aj green gets out there if that man can stay healthy and you've got tyler boyd in the slot and you've got or john ross will probably probably be in the slot No, Tyler Boyd Boyd will be in the slot. All right, so then you got John Ross as the speedster on the outside, Tyler Boyd in the slot. Is there a way that A.J. Green can have another, I don't want to say MVP year, but all-pro type year with with maybe – and be able to stay healthy? Is it possible at this point in time? is it possible? Sure. I mean, you know, you look at you look at Larry you look at Larry Fitzgerald. You know, he he's played in the same organization. He's thirty six, thirty seven years old. Um, you know, it's, it's that 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 AJ Green had. But but, and he's got a much better tush. We say say it again. He's got a much better tush. <laughs> we all know that that makes the wide receiver. You can't lie that Larry Fitzgerald does not have the best backside in the NFL. Okay. Um, <laughs> Tell the answer. Tell Tell um, 2020, man. It's all good. <laughs> uh, but from a, from a talent perspective, um, A.J. Green is one of the best wide receivers in the league, period. Like, there's, there's no question about it. You know, top top five, easy. Um, easy top ten with, without question. And if he can stay healthy, I have no doubt that he – beat the A.J. Green that we saw, you know, a year and a half, two years ago. It's not like he has a lot of wear and tear. It's not like he's been taking a bunch of hits. It's more so, is the toe okay? Is the ankle okay? If the toe and ankle are okay, he hasn't lost his hands. Even if he's lost a tick of his speed, he's still still better body control, eye-hand coordination, all of those things that come with being an elite wide receiver. He's still better than most of the people out there. So if you can, if you pair, to me, I, I look at Joe Burrow and I see him throwing to, to Boyd is like him throwing to Jefferson at LSU. Um, and then him throwing to AJ is like throwing to, and don't give me, I, I can't remember the cast name, uh, his basically the number one, uh, Chase. Uh, I can't remember the name. I can't remember the kids. Talking, he threw like three touchdowns to him in the in the championship. Exactly right. He threw like twenty touchdowns to him on the year. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, we have a and, and if you look at you know Clyde Edwards-Helaire at running back is Joe Mixon. So there are a lot of similarities between from a talent perspective what the Bengals had and and what LSU had. Now with that receiving court, are they going to let Joe Burrow just go crazy and throw the ball a ton, or do you think they'll maybe start out and, and kind of 
have him manage things a little bit more and hand the ball off and try to establish a running game first? Or do you think they're just going to – are they just going to let him go nuts and, and see how see how many times he can throw down the field and all, and all that kind of stuff? So I really think the biggest piece is going to depend on your offensive line, right? The best way you can help your offensive line is with a strong running game because then you can do play action. Exactly. You know, and then you can run screens. Then you can then you can do all those things from an NFL perspective, where it's not just hey, I have better talent than you do, and I can throw the ball over the field and run you over. Not college football defenses defenses are just too good in the NFL for you to sit back and throw the ball 40, 45 times a game every game. I'm not saying there won't be a game where that happens, right? Because the the, the flow of the game dictates that this is what we're doing today. But in general. It's established a run game. That's why you paid Mixon the money that you paid him. He's a dynamic running back. He's a dynamic receiver so that you, you can take the running game and expand it to the screen game. You can expand it to the quick, easy dump off, drop off, which again are just extensions of the running game. Um, and, and really, once you get that piece, then you start taking your shots down the field. Then you start looking for, you know, the Higgins, the Rosses, the Tates, you know, further down. Should be Hall of Fame quarterback slash former Bengal quarterback. Kenny Anderson said the exact same thing on Twitter the other day. Run the ball. Yes. Don't stop running the ball because the first series you go three and out. Continue to run the ball because for a rookie quarterback, his best friend is the play action. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, like, because he's trying to figure out what the defense is doing, what looks he's getting, all of the, all of those things all at the same time. And if he can buy himself an extra second, an extra two seconds, because a linebacker took a step towards the hole because Joe Mixon was getting the ball, oops, cool. That's the time I needed to get, you know, that ball to C.J. Uzama. That's the, ball, that's the time I needed to get that ball to Tyler Boyd, you know, whatever it is. I totally agree. So um... – before we get into my favorite part, which is how's the season going to go? Before we get there, are there any injuries out there we need to know about that's going to be uh, rough on this team? Are there, are, is there any other positions that you think uh, somebody needs to be talked about a little bit more? We didn't really go over defense too much, and there's a lot of new faces on defense, uh, especially in the secondary. You tell me, man. What do you think? Yeah, we're so if we're, if we're going to just take a, a, a quick glance at the defense, uh, I'm really excited about DJ Reader, um, the defensive tackle they, yeah. they signed out of Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a, caveat, a caveat to that, though, is uh, I just saw today that Geno didn't practice. He did not. Um, he and, and, and Mike Daniels didn't practice. So that's – a bit concerning uh, on the Wednesday before the first game because, to me, when you put Reader next to Geno and then you got Dunlap and Hubbard on the outsides, that is a formidable front four, man. Like, I'm not kidding. It is as scary as Ingram and Bosa are. Those four dudes can trump those two dudes. Um, so I, I will be watching very closely to see if – uh, Gino and uh, Mike Daniels can come back and practice a little bit, but I'm I'm really excited about Reader. I'm also really, really, really excited about Von Bell. Um, 
he's the the safety that will be taking the place of Sean Williams. Sean Williams, great guy, team captain, even as a backup this year, got named a team captain, which is usually just doesn't happen, right? Mm-hmm. But Von Bell is the type of guy that makes your defense better. He tackles, he he plays angles well, he brings down ball carriers, which is something that's just not Sean Williams' strength, right? No, great not. guy can can fill in in the box, do a couple of things. He can't cover a tight end to save his life. He can't cover a running back to save his life, and he can't. He plays terrible angles. Uh, outside of that, he's a fantastic safety. Uh, <laughs> but you know, Von Bell, Von Bell is that dude. You pair him with Jesse Bates, now you got something. So, um, you know, I think again, Reader, Bell, and unfortunately. Um, uh, cornerback. Uh, William Jackson third or Darius Phillips? Nope, the guy that got hurt. Oh, Sims. Wasn't LaShawn Sims? Yeah, he got hurt, but, like, I'm just, the dude they paid all the money to. Oh. Um, From Minnesota. Uh, Brandon. Tony I can't remember his name. That's Tony, terrible. Tony um, Brandon Williams. I'm trying to think of all of their their defense. Nah, but they, so uh, there's a there's a guy that's out of Minnesota. So they signed Mackenzie Alexander, who's also from Minnesota. He's playing this slot. You're and talking about. I heard about that guy. That the other guy they, they who tore his peck uh, in the offseason. And they didn't let him come. They yeah. told him to really stay so home. That was really it. Was really weird. So he wanted to be examined by independent physicians in order to feel comfortable with working out. Because he's like, look, I'm not going to uh, jack up my $15 million signing bonus in order to, you know, work out all hard and then get injured, right? Which I get. And the Bengals are like, well, we don't really trust outside independent people. We want you to come see our doctors, which I also get. Like, "Mm, yeah, no, we just want you to come see our dudes. And so he didn't work out. He came in, he got evaluated, everything's good, and then he messes around and, and tears his back. Um, and they'll miss, I think, at least the first eight games of the year or something, whatever. Um, that, that hurts because then it, it, it shifts the responsibility of cornerback down further than I think you wanted it, right? Because you would have had him, William Jackson, and Mackenzie Alexander. Now it's – William Alexander, now it's, uh, you know, William Jackson, Darius Phillips, Mackenzie Alexander, and LaShawn. Trey, Trey Wayne's just got. You know, what you say? Trey Wayne's. Trey uh, Wayne's, there you go. Yeah. That's, yeah. So it just, it, it shifts that cor- those cornerback positions one step further than you really want it to go. Because you can say, hey, William Jackson is going to be our shutdown guy. Trey Wayne's is going to be our number two guy. Mackenzie Alexander's our slot guy. Let's go make this happen. Uh, so that that piece hurts a little bit, but yeah. So I mean, as a from a defensive perspective, Reader Bell, um, and then you know, I, I, like I said before, I'll be interested to see uh, Jermaine Pratt take a take a step forward this year at linebacker too. Sounds good. Well, you know, you know what that. Unless you got something else for him, Adam. No, I think I was going to ask the same thing. You're getting ready to go for it. My, my favorite time of the year, buddy. My absolute. We've been doing this podcast. This is this is what the third time I believe we've picked. Uh, we've done this, so we've been doing this podcast for you know going on about three years now. And one of my favorite things to do is just make Andre laugh a little bit. So 
I enjoy, I enjoy bringing joy to your life. Let's pick the games for the year. But I think we got to put a little something on this. All right. This year we put a little something on it. I like it. All right. So me and Adam currently have a bet where uh, something about <laughs> baseball where we got to do the loser has to do two minutes of stand-up comedy on the Zoom podcast with the other person on mute. No laughing. You can't do nothing. Just complete quiet. And you got to do a two-minute two uh, stand-up. I'm not going to do that to you. Thank I you. Some, I, got some, I got something that I kind of enjoy. And I think we all enjoy and, and know that Andre has the golden pipes of an angel, right? <laughs> oh, yes. So I say the loser has to sing any R&B song, acapella of their choice live on the podcast. Yes. Perfect. Let's do it. Between the two of you, right? All three of us. All three of us. Oh my gosh. Listen, you've got right. you've got a man who went to college for singing, right? I mean, it, I, I I just want him to lose. I don't care if people hear me. I know that if I was on American Idol, I would be on TV on American Idol. I'd just be the guy that everybody's laughing at. <laughs> I am I am amazing in my car. But I am like Will Ferrell in Step Brothers, where I do not sing in front of people. <laughs> Wait, your ver your voice is like a mix between Fergie and Jesus? <laughs> in the car, only in the car. <laughs> You'll never find that out, though. <laughs> well, we're going to, because we are all going to pick games, and we're closest, closest to uh, to. And, and if somebody ties, then it's okay. So here's, here's what we we'll do. So. If it's a tie in prediction, tiebreaker will be what? score of the first game. Okay. Score of the first game. Adam Schmidt, you got paper and pen? I do. All right. That's what I like to hear. Oh, I'm so excited about this. Oh, I already know what I'm singing. I already know what the guy is. Well, I'm ready to go right now. He, a, he has a song in his mind that he really wants to sing in front of us. I, I, I always want to sing. I always want to say, what's that guy saying? One, like a dream come true, two, I'm all night. night. Yes, that's, yes. My, that's my jam right there. He's a jerk, by the way. Is, Is he really? really? Yeah. Oh, I man. I got to find a new that's song. Disappointing. <laughs> Never meet your heroes. That's what they say, right? Oh, man, seriously. Well, then that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sing Hero. <laughs> Hero by Enrique Iglesias? Or yeah, yeah. Okay. Did Impressive. you ever know that you're my hero? Is Enrique Iglesias a jerk? Do you know him, Andre? I don't. I don't. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, then that's what I'm singing. All right. So, right. R&B song of your choice. Uh, Andre, we would hope that you sing one of yours. Like a little debonair action? Oh. I need an original out of you. That's All right. We'll work All on right. it. Let's get it going. Week number one, uh, Andre, as the guest of the show, we got the Los Angeles Chargers Versus, uh, versus the Bengals. Is that here? It is. Four it is here. Yes. Four o'clock. It's, it's weird because it's a four o'clock game, but it's here. But it's here. Yeah. It weird. yeah. There's always one four o'clock game in Cincinnati, it seems like, every year. Yeah. But it's usually in the middle of the season. Anyway, all right. So, Chargers, Bengals, week one. That's a dub for the – I love it. Get the dub started early. All right. Score? Uh, Let me think on it. 
Okay. Oh, we'll come we'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. Adam Schmidt, Chargers. I'm taking a I'm going with a loss on that one. Sorry. That's not surprising at all. <laughs> I have no I have no analysis for that either. I'm just going with a loss. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, so look, okay. So if if you genuinely want very brief, very quick analysis, right? You got no offseason, no OTAs, a truncated uh, camp, uh, no preseason. Joe Burrow hasn't seen a real live pass rush since January, and he hasn't seen an NFL pass rush ever. So, you know, I while I am being very optimistic and thinking the Bengals can pull this pull this off, most of it is because I don't really believe in Tyrod Taylor very much, um, and. There's a couple of key injuries in Los Angeles slash San Diego, because I still call them the San Diego Chargers, um, that I'm hoping will lean our direction. Didn't Tyrod Taylor come out and say uh, when he was on, uh, what was that, oh, on HBO, Hard Knocks, that you actually pronounce his name Tyrod? It is, yeah. Yeah, that's so hard to do, isn't it? After you heard, hear his name said one way for 10 years, it feels like, since he's been in the league. I'm pretty sure he's not watching this podcast, so Tyrod Taylor. And if he was, I don't think he would care at this point in time. <laughs> That's how you pronounce uh, your name. Why did you wait 10 years to say anything? Exactly right. No, uh, Tyrod Taylor has emailed us before. He's tried to get on the podcast. The tri- right. He was like, yo, we're too full. We already have We already have a, a NFL insider. We don't need you. I don't need any other one. I've already got my NFL insider. It's exactly right. And what does he know about the Bengals anyway? <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, right for the Chargers, a lot. Yeah, hopefully not enough. <laughs> exactly. All right, so we got it. We got a dub for Andre. We got a loss for Adam, and of course, I think this is a win um, on my side of the world. So, right. on to week number two in Cleveland. This is a Thursday night, so this is a quick turnaround, short week. You're going to get to see the uh, where that where that borderline is for uh, confident and cocky. Yep. In this game, you're going to get to see. uh, I I think I'm probably going to buy this this shirt I just saw today. It's the only brown shirt I'll probably ever buy. Uh, It's got 13 on it, and on the Above the 13, it says Cleveland, and on the back, it says Steamer. <laughs> I'm totally buying that. Have you guys heard the Odell Beckham stuff? Oh, yeah. Okay, oh. just making sure. Oh, I'm not yeah. get into it. I just, in case you haven't heard it, that's the shirt I'm buying, and I think I want to wear that for this game. The, the, NF, the uh, internet has never been more undefeated when it comes to <laughs> Odell Beckham being a number two wide receiver. <laughs> oh, so good! I love every second of it. Oh, and he plays for Cleveland. It didn't get it. Oh, that's so uh, it couldn't get better. It's not possible. So great, so great. I, I hope he has 200 yards receiving in that game, and the Bengals win because he's on my fantasy team. Word, word. <laughs> yes, huh? agreed. Good for you guys. <laughs> All right, so uh, Andre in Cleveland Thursday night, 8:20. Lights are on. Andy Dalton's nightmare, yet Joe Burrow possibly may do we see the change in Bengals quarterbacks when the lights come on at night? Nah, man, I'm going to say loss. Because it's in Cleveland. There's going to be 
There's going to be some fans there. They are rowdy. Um, rowdy. Uh, yeah, I mean, not not a ton, but still, there there'll be fans there. Um, it's a it's a quick turnaround. Uh, I think I think the Bengals can spend a lot of time prepping for uh, L.A. There's just not enough time to get that that Cleveland turnaround there. And I genuinely believe Cleveland will be much improved this year. Yeah. They have a solid head coach who is not an idiot. Um, and I think Baker has a, has a bit of a bounce back year this year too. So, um, I, I think it, I think it's tough to go to a no, uh, start the season. It's two straight years. He's led the league in interceptions, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, uh, no, can't James Winston had to lead the league last year, didn't he? Oh, no, no, you're right. It was James Winston. Okay. I was like, dude, right. he threw right. right. as many touchdowns as interceptions. As- <laughs> yes, he did. You're very correct. You're very correct. All right. Uh, Adam. Uh, I'm going with a loss on that, too. Andre convinced me. I was actually thinking win before he started talking, and then. <laughs> Way to think right, for Joe. yourself, Adam. Way to think for yourself. Way to be a leader and not a follower. Good job. Way to go. Definitely <laughs> following Andre on this one. I, I thought as soon as he said loss, and I already had win in my mind, I'm like, I'm such a moron. I, we're bringing him on here because we need somebody more intelligent about football, and I'm about to pick twice against what he's talking about. <laughs> I got to go with Andre on this one. Loss. Well, I'm going against both of you, and I say this is a W because I have – I just started being allowed to travel again. So, I've been in Columbus with customers last week, and I've already got four bets on this game. So, daddy, Daddy's daddy got to buy the twins new pairs of shoes, man. I got to – I gotta. I gotta need all the positive energy surrounding this thing. You're gonna be. You're gonna have to sing four R&B songs. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> hey, look, it's two weeks. It's two weeks. We've got a lot of schedule left here. I've got them two and zero. Adam is currently zero and two. Andre's one and one. That brings us to week three, uh, September twenty seventh, one o'clock in Philly. Can I go ahead and say that we all are gonna agree on this? Yeah. Right. Okay, so we're just going to go with three straight losses. Yeah. And, 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 you know, unless, of course, unless, of course, you know, Carson Wentz gets hurt yet again. Hey. Okay, okay. <laughs> then, then all bets are off. <laughs> no way. No way. All bets are definitely still on. <laughs> no, no, for this particular game. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So we'll make sure that we're not letting Carson Wentz be the handicap. No, 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 absolutely not. You, to you bringing your golden price. No, 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 no. absolutely not. Yeah, we're, we're watching Adam sing Purple Rain, baby. It's going bad, let me tell you. <laughs> not going to be Purple Rain. I'm already cycling through the ones I know. It's not going to be Purple Rain. <laughs> hey, you got 16, 17 weeks to uh, to figure it out, brother. You got to learn a whole – find your favorite start, song. Hey, just start together. downloading karaoke tracks right now, man. Yes, yes. <laughs> Hey, I got all kinds of karaoke CDs. I'll just send them over to your house. I'm going to do karaoke night at the quit lessons. Crazy. Take voice lessons from Andre for the <laughs> loss that I'm getting from him in our bet. That that 100% sounds like something Adam would do. Anticipation yeah. would be calling you every day. He'd have to do them over the phone because you're not allowed within 10 feet of his front door and he won't <laughs> come out of his house. So, <laughs> all right. Week number four, we got Jacksonville in Cincinnati at the crib. Andre's going with a W. That's a win for the Mr. Dre, Adam Schmidt. I'm taking a win in that one. Adam's got the Bengals with their first win in his book. I'm going with a win in this as well. 
Um, so you legit, you legit have the Bengals starting three and one. I do. Yeah. <laughs> does this remind you of the last two years? There's a lot of football left. There's no left. way that's happening. There is a lot of football left. Let's figure out the rest of the schedule. I ain't looked at it yet. I haven't looked at it yet, but I'm, I know there's a lot of football left. Well, you're going to be disappointed uh, in the next game. <laughs> all right, here we go. Week number five. This is a one o'clock game in Baltimore. Andre. That's a loss for Andre. Adam Schmidt, I already know you got a loss for me. And that is a loss for me as well. Uh, I still don't know if there's a human being on the Bengals roster that can ta- that can tackle Lamar Jackson. Correct. Until they prove it. Yep. And everybody, is get, everybody gets on Harbaugh for this, you know, all these designed run plays and he's never going to last and all this other stuff I've, that I, that you hear about Lamar Jackson running the ball so much and they need to let him, you know, they need to figure something out. No, no, this works. And you use that as long as you possibly can. hundred percent. And he didn't, he didn't take a single shot last year. And I was like, Ooh, nope. He got down, he got out of bounds or he just so, made people miss that. And he did that. A lot. A lot. Making people miss. Yep. Hopefully Joe Burrow studied a lot of Lamar Jackson film. Mm, I'm going to go ahead and say Joe is very athletic. Joe is not Lamar Jackson athletic, no. nor will he ever be. No. All right. Week six, we've got uh, – we're in Indianapolis. Man, look at him. He's thinking. He's thinking, who's quarterback for Indy these days? They got uh, uh, Jacoby Brissett still back there, or is he? Where did Philip Rivers go? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that just changed the mind. I think it's Mr. Bolo Tie himself. (laughs) (laughs) You know how many kids that dude has? You know how hard it's going to be for him to pack all those kids up? Yeah, what's tuition like in Indianapolis schools? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, this is. This is a tough one for me. Because um, that offensive line of the Colts is nasty. And Phillip Rivers, especially if he can stay upright, is a really good quarterback. The good thing is you know that with Phillip Rivers at the quarterback, that it will be a close game in the fourth quarter. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Right? Ah. Uh, I'm going mm. man. I'm gonna go L. Going with a loss. So you think the two-headed, uh, the two-headed monster, Jonathan Taylor and Marlon Mack, are gonna are gonna be the the deciding factor, or with, is with, it with a little T Y sprinkled in? Is it the T Y Hilton with a quarterback, first quarterback he's had been able to throw to him since since Luck left? Yeah. All right. So that's an L for Andre Adam. Give me the dub. Give me the dub. I, I, what's that? Give me the dub. All right. I'll go with a win. Man, look at this guy. Look at this guy. I'm that easy. Going against Andre yet again. Man, it's almost like he doesn't even want you to come on this podcast anymore. He doesn't trust what you think. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> If I, pick against, uh, if I pick against him, it's going to be either he or me singing. So, Well, here's the deal. 
if so Adam is saying they're gonna beat they're gonna beat the Colts, you know I cannot say they're gonna lose. So I'm going with a W. I was going to have them lose that game until Adam said they would win. So 100% I'm going with a win on that. Absolutely. All right, week seven brings your brownies. I can't even talk about the Browns anymore without thinking of every take the Cosby or take the Browns to the, to the Super Bowl and all that other fun jokes about, about Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, One o'clock in Cincinnati. Cleveland Browns, October 25th. Andre's got a, his third win of the year for, uh, for this. Adam Schmidt. I have my third win of the year as well. I'm going to tell you guys something. I think that Cleveland, I think they're going to split the Cleveland series. I'm going with a loss. I'm going to say right. they're going to lose it at home. Just because I got way too many W's written down on this pad. <laughs> Rolling up those pipes, baby. Stop. Right. Yeah, I got to be a little careful. It's not It's not which games we get right. It's just what the record is. Exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> Starting to see way too many W's on here. And it is the Bengals. So, uh, that brings us to week number eight, a home game versus the Tennessee Titans. The uh, the yeah the AFC South yeah no champs yeah no I don't I like I I want to say legitimately I like I want to say the Bengals can win this game and I feel like they can't like I so Ryan Tannehill just played a really good twelve games you know Derrick what I mean Henry like, was unstoppable but Derrick Henry was freaking ridiculous. Derrick Henry said, looked like the Derrick Henry but, you saw. But, but that being said, he was in the league for multiple years before that, and people found a way to stop him. So it's like, was last year just a contract year, just an anomaly? Do you make adjustments? Because the league is a league of adjustments, right? So, all right, cool. I know this is what you're going to try to do to me. Let's let's make those moves to stop him. And, and the Bengals have loaded up. DJ Reader, Von Bell, you know, Josh Bynes, cats up the middle who can who can tackle, who can, you know, bring down a runner like uh boy. Uh, yeah, like yeah, like um Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Um but with that being said, like I just I just feel like the continuity that Tennessee has will override the talent that the Bengals have. So I'm going to tell you what I think the difference in this game is. And, and, and I'm not 100% sold on Zach Taylor, Zach Taylor yet. Yeah. But, dude, Vrabel is uh, – this dude, this is a guy who you literally see him out there and you see the way these players are with him and they, they, they are there for that man. Yep. They would run through a brick wall for him and he yep. would do the same for them. And you see it. Every game, especially in this playoffs, that playoff run they had last year, I mean, it, it, I think that is so big, and I don't have that 100% confidence in Zach Taylor yet that I do in a guy like uh, Mike Variable. So I'm, I'm, I'm going with a loss in this game as well. Adam, that's just up to you, bub. Yeah, I've got a loss in this one too. All right, there you go. 
All right, so that brings us to week nine. I think we can all agree that week nine uh, we just don't need to pick because it's a bye week. And then we'll go, we'll go to week 10. He's got two L's hanging out on week 10 in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. Adam Schmidt. Uh, so I've got Andre's loss. They're sweeping the, they're sweeping the Steelers this year. I'm taking a W. Oh, oh, Adam Schmidt already has four wins by week 10. Four yeah. wins for the Bengals by week 10. I don't think he's had four wins the last two years we picked. No. I yeah, I think he went three and thirteen last year. So yeah. <laughs> oh, no. oh my goodness, that is that is phenomenal to hear. All right, so um, yeah, I'm I'm going in Pittsburgh. I'm going with a loss as well. Okay. Uh, which brings us to Week Eleven, where they play the Washington W's <laughs> in Washington. Um, they got to do something about that logo. It's the artist formerly known as the most derogatory term in sports. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, so, like, I don't – without trying to be way too out of bounds here, I'm just going to say I don't mind the Indians. I don't mind that. So, Even though it was wrong to begin with? That's well, sure it so, was. Sure here's, was. My, here's, my, here's my thing. It's, it's more so the logo and the caricature – that is, you know, Chihuahua with this giant smile, this big note. Like, I'm like, come on. Seriously? Sure. Sure. I agree with that. Stop it. But I do Stop. agree that Redskins might be, uh, yeah, that might be borderline, uh, you know, slightly, slightly wrong. Yeah. Maybe slightly. That Maybe sad. something that should have been changed for a while. Um, anyway, so on that note. Yeah, I'm going dub. We've got a W in Washington. Adam Schmidt. Same. W. Who is uh, who's the quarterback in Washington? Oh, Kyler Murray. No. Oh, oh he's uh, in Arizona. He's in Arizona. OSU quarterback. Oh, 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 oh. Um, Haskins. Haskins. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm taking, I'm taking Burrow over Haskins all day, every day. Although, uh, Haskins beat out Burrow at OSU. I'm just saying. That's he true. Did. That is very correct. That is very true when they were uh, 17, 16, 17 years old. That's, that's a long time ago. We're good now. I feel, 16. feel much better. Maybe not 16 or 17. That's high school, right? 19 years old. 18, 19 years old. Feel much better now that they're like 23. I don't even know how old they are. I have no, I have no clue. Um, Half week, my age. There you go. Yeah, that's all I know. Week 12. Week 12, we're in Cincinnati against the New York football Giants. How many wins I got right now? Uh, one, two, four. three, four. Adam's got five. You got four. Wow. I'm going to win. That swayed him. <laughs> did. Yeah, I'm going to win. Definitely did. All right. W for Andre, Adam Schmidt. I'm going to win, too. In I, fact, I, that's, three, that's a three-game win streak I've got him on. I feel like I'm with you nice. there. Uh, that's impressive. <laughs> I, I had him on a three-game losing streak, and I think that that, that jump-started Joe Burrow uh, into, into a slow win streak, and this will put them on a two-game win streak for me. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six. I'm so, okay. I'm good. Six and 13 weeks. 
or technically 12. That's yeah, we're 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 50-50 right now. Okay. One over, one over that. Anyway, all right. So, week 13 down in Florida. We're in Miami. What happens with My hope My hope is Tua is playing by now. I I'm I way most people say it seems like by week 5 or 6 they think he's going to be the starting quarterback for this team. That's my hope, man, because I, I really, really, really want to see Burrow versus Tua. I, I'm i with you. I kind of feel bad for a guy like Tua because he's got all the tools. But once you get that – once you get a couple weird, crazy injuries like that, it's hard to ever get your body back right. Because yeah. when you're healing something like a hip, the rest of your body – is just just becomes different and you're using your body differently and then every everything from your shoulders down just gets screwed up and I don't I I feel bad for the kid because I think he really had all the tools but I just can't see him staying intact for years and years to come yeah no I would I would agree with that man you you like you said to your point you start you start messing with weird stuff I mean it's not it's not a knee it's not a shoulder it's not an ankle you start talking about hips, you start talking about spines, you know, things that are just never quite right again. Mm-hmm. That that scares me a little bit. I'm I'm with you 100% on that. But, yeah, I'm going dub. But dub this. on week 13 in Miami. Andre's got a three-game winning streak. Adam is currently on a three-game winning streak. What does he do? With the Cincinnati, why can't everybody be the city's football? Why is only New York the New York football Giants? Because there used to be a New York Giants baseball team. That's the reason why? Yeah. Man, that's so makes perfect sense. <laughs> I you know what? Come back that. I think this is a slip-up game. I think. I think this is a slip-up game, and I think they—I think they take an L on this game. I'm going to tell you right now that Joe Burrow. There is no way that Joe Burrow goes into this game and lets anyone on that team have a slip-up game against Tua Tagovailoa. I agree with that. Like I—I I wholeheartedly agree. If if Tua is the starting quarterback in this game, this is the one game before Joe really embraces the whole Cleveland rivalry. Before he embraces. The, the Steelers rivalry, he's going to look at this game and say, if Tua is the starting quarterback for this game, fellas, there is no way I can lose this game. Do you understand me? Like we we can't lose this game because I don't want people to go back and look at last year and be like, ah, well, Tua was he – was, he was coming back from a, a gimpy ankle and you could tell he was only playing on one leg and he should have beat us and blah, blah, blah. Nope. I need to win this game. Tool was the number one pick in the draft all the way up until he busted his head. Tua, right? It was 10 yeah. for Tua. Exactly. And next we we had this conversation yes. on the podcast. Yes. With you. And all of a sudden he gets a hip. Joe Burrow breaks two NCAA records. And here we are. No, I'm telling you, the type of guy that everybody makes Joe Burrow out to be, I obviously don't know him. There is no way he lets his team lose this game. You still want to say a loss, Adam? Still say it's a slip-up game? What's that? You still say it's a slip-up game? I still say it's a slip-up game. Okay. All right. L it is for Adam. Listen, in the end, it's all about the record. It's all about the final record. Yeah, yeah. 
Adam just yep. can't stand but, it. He, he doesn't want to give him four games. If the Bengals row. lose that game, you guys got to do a duet or something. <laughs> what? <laughs> hmm, if I'm the only one that picked that game as a loss. Yeah. Okay, you don't have to do a duet. I'm going to come up with something else, though. I got no problem. I can I can do a duet. I'll be the girl in one of these little songs. Or something. <laughs> I don't have no problem with that. I can be J-Lo if you want to be Ja Rule or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got it. Okay, so instead of, instead of score of the first game, tiebreaker tiebreaker can be however many of these you actually got right. However many. Whether, whether win or loss, however many you got right is the tiebreaker. For the actual game. I yes. like it. Okay, I'm good with that. I think that's good. I think that's good. I think that's a better tiebreaker anyway because the final score of the first game, ah, that's sure. a crap too, man. Right. I like this. All right, I'm good with that. Well done. You should be part of this podcast. Week 14, Dallas Cowboys, December 13th, 1 o'clock in Cincinnati. No, nah, Dak- Dallas, Dallas is playing at this point. The, I, I, I'm going to tell you right now that that's my Super Bowl pick. I, I think the Dallas Cowboys win the Super Bowl this year. I think this is their year. I think that offensive line has been so good for so long. It's This has got to be the year for them. And but, they brought in – they brought in uh, – what's that kid's name? Lamb? What's that speedster they drafted? The, CD, yeah, CD Lamb. That kid on the other on the other side with Amari Cooper is going to be fun, 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 fun to watch. So I'm yeah. totally I'm I I this is a loss yeah. for the for the Bengals for sure. Is everybody going with a loss in Week 14? Yes. All right. I th- I mean I don't I'm not saying it can't be a close game. Sure. A lot of no, NFL games are closer than you would expect a lot of times, but I think the better team will prevail. Agreed. All right, so we are now in week 15 on Monday Night Football, 8-15. Did I say they were going to split with Pittsburgh? Son of you a did. Man. This is Monday Night Football. <laughs> Good luck, buddy. All right, 8-15, Monday Night Football in Cincinnati. Nah. So, to me, it's less about it being Monday night or it being, um, you know, a nighttime game or, or, or any of that. I just don't – I. I just don't believe the Bengals are quite there yet. I really don't. Like I, I think they are overall, and I think my my uh, predictions will reflect. They're about a six win. If the ball bounces right, about a seven win team. They're just not quite ready to compete with the upper level playoff level type teams, and they're gonna need you know a an offensive lineman or two. They're probably need another corner or two. Like there's just some, some very key holes that they need to fill and they're just not quite ready yet. And I, I very easily see them losing to Pittsburgh twice, Baltimore twice, splitting with Cleveland. So I'm, I'm going with a loss here and less about the narrative of it being nighttime and sure. it being a primetime game that has, to me, that this year in particular has less to do with that narrative and more so to do with they're just not quite good enough yet. I can understand I, I, that. I uh, I said I was gonna. I said I had a sweep of the Steelers this year, so I'm going with a win. Wow. 
Win, win, win. Well, I said they were going to win in Pittsburgh. And uh, so now I get to say I did say they'd split, but I said they were going to get their win in Pittsburgh, which means I get to say they get an L at home on Monday night. That's an L. And just so everybody knows, two, three, four, five, six, seven, Adam and I both currently have the Bengals with seven wins. Did you see the face? Look at the face on Adam, man. You know, no. That hurt him. That, oh. hurt. that hurt his soul when he got that it, total. It did. It, did. it hurt his soul. Yes, it did. All right, here we go. Well, don't worry, Adam, because I with the last two games of the year, I was looking ahead. Don't worry. You do not have a win for either of these two games. Nope. <laughs> All right, week sixteen in Houston. Nah. Nah. If, here's the deal. If if Houston is playing for anything at all, that's a loss. And you can you can you can copy and paste, change out the name Houston for Baltimore mm-hmm. for week seventeen. So if Baltimore has anything to play for, that's a loss. If if by chance they don't and they're playing whoever the hell the backup quarterback is. To me, the Bengals win that game. They're seven and nine on the season. Done deal. You have the Bengals currently with one, two, three, four, five, six wins. Yep. If you take an L in those last two. Yep. All right. Adam Schmidt, let's go ahead. Let's do 16 and 17 at the same time. Both L's for me. Pretty Both easy. L's for you. L and an L. I'm gonna I am gonna say that they will lose in Houston, but I'm putting a W on that on that Baltimore game. Lamar Jackson, no Lamar Jackson, for something to win, for something not to win. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow is the kind of cat that I feel if they're down there, and especially if Baltimore's playing for something or not, he's going to want to help put somebody back, right? He can figure out, he seems like, I don't want to call him Michael Jordan, obviously, but that mentality, right? That mentality of I'll find a reason to turn the switch on. We may not be making the playoffs, but there's something out there that I need to go out there and play hard for, and it's to knock knock these guys either down a position, out of the playoffs, into a wild card, something. I think he comes out and uh, gets a W in that game. All right, boys. So this is fun. I think we're all separated by uh, by a win. One, two, three, four, five, six. We've got six and ten for Andre. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and nine for Adam. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight and eight for Chris and the Cincinnati football Bengals. I think eight and eight gets you into get you into a wild card spot this year, Bub. I, I think I think eight and eight could legitimately have Zach Taylor in the conversation for Coach of the Year. Oh, well, maybe I'll finally have a little respect – not respect, but have a little trust in him because the last two – sorry, last year just didn't feel – I didn't feel confident in a lot of what he did. In, and and, and should you. Games. But, but also but, – but look at it like this. You – if you're in his position – you came into an organization that had a coach, same coach for the last 16 years, right? Mm-hmm. You got a bunch of his players. You started late. 
So you didn't get a chance to do really any of the normal off-season stuff that you get to do. You didn't get your staff together until the combine started. Yeah, right? well, with the whole – You were probably told by the folks in charge, hey, we don't really spend a lot of money around here. Let's – I'm not saying we won't ever, but why don't you evaluate what we have before we actually go out and spend money? So sure. you're handcuffed there. Then the very first practice that you do, your star wide receiver goes down. Then your number one draft pick of a left tackle goes down and is lost for the season. Cordy Glenn is just abysmal. That um, soft. Cordy Glenn is soft and decides not to really play football for that first, you know, eight what ten weeks. It was a disaster from a first year. And the fact that for me, the fact that he had those dudes playing hard in week 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 was, was a shout out to him as far as his ability as a, as a leader, not necessarily as a coach. So, so there's a difference there. Are you a good head coach? is a different question than are you a good leader? I believe Zach Taylor is a strong leader of men, right? I think he, I think he garners and engenders loyalty. I think he garners and engenders hard work and, and, and folks that want to, for lack of a better term, run through a wall for him as a person. Now, his X's and O's, can he call a game plan? Can he put the strategies together? That's a whole separate question. But I think they fell in love with him last year as a leader and said, okay, I'm willing to follow this dude. This year we find out if we if he knows what he's talking about. It'll be interesting because there, there are guys that are great leaders and become great coaches. There are guys that are great coaches and become great leaders. Unfortunately, the guys that are one or the other usually takes them till their second or third coaching job before you figure it out, for a.k.a. Sure. Bill Belichick, people like that. You know what I mean? It takes a little while for them to get it all together. For uh, sure. I, I hope that everything comes together for Taylor um, in the next year or two. But all right, man. So six and ten is what uh, Andre comes out at. He, he was kind of talking about six wins to start it out. And he finalizes it there. So we're not going to have a tie. So um, I'm pretty excited to see. I hope the Bengals win 10 games. Oh, for hope, sure. And I hope you have to uh, finally unleash the pipes. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> I know I'm winning. I know I'm not losing. I'll tell you that right now. I ain't going to lose. Adam actually <laughs> – Adam played this very well. He did. He <laughs> Seven did. 9 He, he played, can't lose. He wait, where are you at? Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Told you the strategy. You can't lose. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Good call, man. It's a good call. I like it. He's he's playing the prices right. We did and not do this. A, like, Daddy, what are you yeah. like, That's all I got. I'm out. <laughs> Oh, man, Andre, we did not do this right. All right, so this is between me and Andre. All right, this will be fun. Good luck to you. Yes. Oh, Adam already won the bet. I, I hope you got to do the stand-up now. I hope you lose and have to do two minutes of stand-up. I'm walking I'm off. Com- I'm more I'm comfortable with off. that. 
I'm more comfortable with doing two minutes of stand-up comedy than I am with singing, especially in front of a professional. No way. I don't know. I, because technically speaking, if the Bengals win six and or eight games, it then comes down to who's closer on what games between Adam and I. Oh, so are we going to do two? I think that's eight. Right? I think two tie, all tie. Not two tie, all tie, but two tie, all tie for second place. Yeah. So, like, if, 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 if one I agree. of us lands on the number specifically, we get a free pass. Sure. Right? Sure. It comes down to who finishes second and second and third as to, all right, between the two of them, who landed on the most wins and losses correct. I like that. Now that so we came uh, into this part, now that we've come to the point where Adam wins the bet before we actually even get a game, I totally think we should do a four second place, two tie, all tie, and go straight off wins and losses. Well done, Andre. Once again, how is this? We need to just have here, man, it's here. He needs to be on every week to keep <laughs> us reined in and, and make our ideas sound better. It's yeah, here, I, I'm here. I was excited that Andre was on with us tonight. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> So I'm kidding. We love having you, Andre, of course. Um, it's our favorite. When it, whenever I get to text Chris and say Andre's in, we have a little, like, party between us on our yeah. texts. Like, yes. Fireworks and happy birthday balloons that go off in between our text messages. It's it's all kind of excitement, man. Nah, man. He, he, sent, me the, he sent me the message, and my response is the same every time. He, are you in? Always. Like, got Bart. Yeah. Barring some sort of ridiculous catastrophic event on a Wednesday night at 10 o'clock, <laughs> which doesn't happen very often, uh, I'm in, man. I'm in. Well, we appreciate that more than anything, man. And thank you so much for everything you've done for us the last uh, two and a half, three years, and hopefully many more to come. And, uh, man, go go get yourself some sleep, bro. You got right, to hodge on a bit. You got a tight six miles to run in the morning. Yes. Go to bed. Four and a half. <laughs> Four and a half. That's impressive, actually. That's yeah, I can't do that anymore. Go four and a half. All right, boys. I'll holler. All right. Thanks, Thank Andre. Andre Edwards, ladies and gentlemen. Can I, Adam? We say this every time, but God, I, I, I love that man. He has been a almost cousin to us since we were little kids, and uh, I, 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 that guy is so intelligent and smart. And knows so much about the Cincinnati Bengals, it's not even funny. So, yeah. once again, it's, as I, I already, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I already know that I, I don't keep up like I used to uh, with with the Bengals. But when he comes on, I'm like, holy cow! Did I do I really not know my stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is uh, he's he's a good guy to have on here. I'm telling you. They, you know, you listen to like ESPN radio and the, the local shows and they have the guys that cover the Bengals, the beat writers and all that kind of stuff. And those guys are great too. But Andre Edwards knows every bit as much. I mean, he might not be at every practice or whatever, but he knows right. every bit as much as those yep. guys do. It's, it, it makes our podcast better. We always say it. And no awesome. doubt about it. I'm pretty sure like uh, of the six times that he's been on the podcast, those are like our top six viewed podcasts. <laughs> in the history of of the nosebleed sports podcast so on that note uh two two and a half three years into this deal you know you get a couple sponsors that want to hang out with you so uh 
as we don't like to make our guests when we have a guest on have to sit through us while we read through the sponsors, let's go ahead and kick them in here right before we get into the NBA talk because we are right in the heart of the playoffs. And, uh, and then, of course, Joe List on the comedy segment. Absolutely, yeah. We wouldn't want to make Andre sit through, even though he is a big fan of uh, training personally with Peggy Edwards. 100%. We want to make him sit through my spiel because sometimes I go off and I take 10 minutes to talk about this thing. But, <laughs> but no, Chris, uh, so for folks listening, no matter your level of fitness, wherever you're at in your fitness journey, if you like to be challenged or you need to be challenged maybe, you need that motivation to get to the gym and have a good place to go, and you want the benefit of working with a personal trainer without having to pay the astronomical cost that most personal trainers charge, then training personally with Peggy Edwards is the gym for you to check out. Training personally is interval circuit training for all levels with a personal trainer at your pace on your time. Peggy Edwards keeps your workouts safe, she keeps them fresh, and she keeps them fun. Everything at the gym is sanitized, it's clean, it's socially distanced, Go check it out, 3634 Budno Avenue. It's in Cincinnati, Ohio. Peggy Edwards is the owner-operator. Email her for any information you need, peggy at trainingpersonally.com. If you don't want to mess with an email, trainingpersonally.com is the website. She's on Facebook, Training Personally. Give her a phone call. She's very available for any questions you might have. 513-328-0296. Training personally with Peggy Edwards, 513-328-0296. Best part about this whole deal is if you go to training personally and you tell her that you listen to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast, she's going to give you your first month at the gym completely free. The, The Nosebleed Sports Podcast, we've got your first month. If you go in there and tell her, we'll take care of you. I I got it. It's on me. You mentioned the nosebleeds. I got you at the gym, brother. It's time. You know, summer's almost over. You got to get that fall winter body. You know, you don't want to fall into that fall and winter body. You got to stay, keep that summer body going. If you're anything like me and things are starting to, you know, move a little bit more and then all of a sudden you're putting, putting some LBs on, you got to go get something done. Check her out. Also brought to you by Green Solace. You can go to green, G-R-E-E-N-E, S-O-L-A-C-E dot com, greensolace.com. Elizabeth Green is an experienced professional massage therapist. She provides you with a massage tailored to your needs, whether it's just to to relax and unwind or you need a focus massage on a problem area. She can take care of you. However, she's got a clean uh, place that she'll put her hands on you and make you feel way better on the west side of Cincinnati. And, uh, little special she's got going on. If you mention the Nosebleed Sports Podcast, $5 off this month. $5 off for the month of September. Uh, just mention us. She'll hook you guys up. Take some costs off. I mean, it's not a whole month free, but, you know, old girl's got to make some cash, right? Got to do what you got to do. I understand it. So check her out. That's greensolace.com. You can book everything right there. Or you can give her a call by uh, calling, yeah, it is, 513-702-4178. And she can help you set up anything and explain exactly what she does 
and where she's at. So on that Nose, note. Yeah. Nosebleeds yeah. podcast is also brought to you by Tab Cola. Tab Cola, if you like the taste of copper and you <laughs> and you love a, aluminum. And you love a and you love a soda that you can't find in the store anymore. Tab Cola <laughs> is your pop. We are proud. Mention the Nosebleed Sports Podcast and get your first case of Tab Cola free. That's right. Call Tab Cola at 777-7677. (laughs) Oh, on that note. On that note, let's jump into into the the next section of the Nosebleed Sports Podcast, which is we are in the NBA playoffs. We are hot and heavy in it. If you're listening to this, it's either going to be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or something after we go when we record this on Wednesday. So you're, we, we may be a day or two off of what has just happened. However, last night, the Lakers go up two games to one against the Houston Rockets. The Bucks lose again. Sweat. They are currently out. No, they won one game. Yes, no, you're right. They did win. They, the, the game that Giannis got hurt, Chris Middleton went off. Yep. And uh, so they they lost. The Miami Heat have won that series. The Miami Heat are now in the Eastern Conference Championship. And they do not know who they play because today the Raptors won to force I mean, a game seven. Yeah, in the best game of the playoffs so far, I'd say, in a in – a, a playoffs that has already had several great games, but double overtime, the Raptors force a game seven. We talked about it last week. Best two words in sports. My favorite, my favorite thing, especially in a great series uh, like this. This just feels like I, I was, I was thinking as I was watching it, watching it, I wish they could just play another seven games after this and call that Eastern Conference <laughs> Finals. But the Heat are so good right now too. This whoever comes out of this series is it's going to be another incredible series against the Heat. Yep. Um, and the Heat are just the hottest team in basketball, and uh, they remain they that way. And, and they're just holding they're on. Waiting for, done with their series before the Lakers even got to play in their second series. <laughs> yeah. Yep. The Heat are going to be well rested, and uh, so yeah. The, uh, that's going to be interesting. We got uh, we're still in the middle of the Western Conference Final Series. Uh, the Clippers are up pretty big right now. Uh, they're in control of this game it's by 13. It's not not over, but there's about eight minutes to go right now uh, in that game, and they're already up two one. So if they win that game, they'll be up three one. And uh, you know Denver has some Denver has some issues. As good as Jamal Murray and, and Jokic have been, um, Denver has some defensive issues, and and it's they're off and on too much, I think, and. You, you get to really see what it, what happens to a team that's hot, not a team that's – a team that's talented but not uber talented that gets hot and looks really good and is a lot of fun to watch when they play a legitimate one or two best team in the NBA. Yeah, we're, we're starting to get the feeling now that the Clippers and Lakers, like kind of everybody thought all year, are still on that collision course. They're probably going to be in the Western Conference Finals playing each other. Um, I, I'm sure they wish they could be playing in LA. Uh, oh yeah, they wouldn't have to go anywhere. They just play all seven games and they're all however many games in the. Uh, well, well, I mean they're not going anywhere now, so. <laughs> right, right. Um, 
but it would be it would be cool as a player to not have to. I mean, right? Like you said, sleep in your own bed. Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's really it for now. I mean, we're gonna find out in the next couple of days who's in the Eastern Conference Finals, and then a couple of days after that, we'll, we'll have an idea. So by next week, by next podcast, we will know who is in the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. And we'll be able to, to go into our – we'll be able to pick that because, uh, real quick, if you don't mind, what did we both have for the Milwaukee uh, Heat series? Because when, when we did this pick, it was, uh, it was, it was one, game, uh, one game to nothing. The Miami Heat were, current, were winning that. And uh, as somebody – as you guys may know, we've got a little bet going with uh, baseball this year which for, for, the, for the comedy segment we're going to have to do. However, there's minutes added on to this for – and I, I got beat in the first round. I, I got beat. But I feel like I said the Heat would win in five. Did I not? Yes, you did. All right, I was just making sure. <laughs> Good to hear. Yes, you did. So, so, yeah, so I had three correct series in the first round. You had one, so you, were, you had a two-minute – stand-up comedy segment so now you're down to one minute with that with that correct pick um and i don't think i even have a chance to yeah because we neither one of us you had boston in four i had boston in six so that was if boston would have won tonight i would have gotten that one but they didn't so um yeah it looks like let's see here uh still could happen so we both had clippers in five and you have lakers in five against Houston and I have Lakers in six in Houston. So, I mean, either one of us could. We've all got chances on the last two. Now, quick question. So the bet was two minutes of a stand-up comedy routine. If I, if I am up two, like say, say I'm up two in this and then I lose the bet, does that just nix the bet? Is it just zero minutes for me now? I think so. So, so our collective, I, I think it was, I think it was whoever had the most correct picks in our baseball picks between the, it was, was it between the world series like MVP? I think so. Yeah. Something like that. Maybe just those two things. Um, or maybe we did the, the national league or yeah, the national league and American league. I'll have to go back. You wrote it down. I'll, you wrote yeah, it down. I'll, I'll go back and look. Um, but anyway, it was based on that. So it's two minutes, whoever wins that. And then an additional minute for each one of these. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. That's what I like to hear. So, uh, yeah. So on that note, man, uh, that, that's what's going on in the NBA playoffs. And we've got a lot of things coming up. Um, LeBron has continued to be consistent. Jason Tatum has looked phenomenal. I don't know what happened today. Uh, the Celtics obviously lost, but in double overtime. So I'm sure it was another fun game to watch. The boss, this Boston team is they're exciting, and, and somehow Toronto is still doing their thing, even though we both thought that would be a much shorter series. Yeah, yep, because it was 2-0 Boston when we picked this thing uh, last week when we, when we picked who was going to win. So, yeah, it, it looked like Boston was in charge. They're playing great, and they're still not – not, it's not like they went backwards or anything. Toronto just tripped up in those first two games, and they're too good to be swept in a series. I mean, it, it's just right. – they're, they're very good. They're very well coached. 
They got a bunch of, you know, Kyle Lowry's a veteran, smart guy. He and Nick Nurse actually got into a little thing at the end of this game um, because he was they were up they were up three yeah three I think and uh, they had it was their ball with half a second to go and Lowry's like running out of bounds to just throw the ball in so they could run out the clock for half a second and the game's over. Nick Nurse calls a timeout. He's trying to call a timeout. And Kyle Lowry's screaming at him, no, no, no. And he's re- they're, like, right by their bench, too. So they're, like, <laughs> like yelling at each other. Uh, each other. Uh, but winning cures all that stuff. So they, they got say, there Half a second, just throw the ball up in the air and let two people fight for it. And you're yeah. good. Or it was, roll I, I'm not roll sure what Nick Nurse is. I'm sure, he's, I'm sure they were both asked about it after the game. Um, so I'm I, sure Nick Nurse wanted to set something up based on the defense that came out on the inbound to make sure that he got somebody who was open enough to get the ball. Yeah, and that was the other thing, too. So it was probably a mistake, by Nick Nurse, to be honest with you, because they, uh, they, that gave them a chance to review because the ball went out of bounds. There was a play, and, like, two guys hit it, and the ball went out of bounds. And the, the, the official actually looked a little unsure on his call. And he gave it to the Raptors. Um, and then Nick Nurse called a timeout. He's one of the smartest coaches. He was coach of the year this year uh, in the NBA. So, uh, And he's one of the best uh, offensive minds in the game, too. So actually just minds, basketball minds. So anyway, he had something up his sleeve. and uh, But it, it probably was the wrong time to call a timeout, it seems like it. Unless, like I said, I go back and, and listen to his explanation and see what he says about it. He might have something way smarter than I can think of. So. Sure. Um, anyway, but that's uh, that's basketball, man. That's the, the, the playoffs. We still have a lot of basketball to go, um, and we still have the the best teams left in this thing. We're we're still going to see another what is it three, four, five series? Another like five really good series left. Um, so it's very exciting. Uh, but I'm excited to get on this uh, Joe list. Comment special and see what you thought about it. Really excited to get into Joe List. So uh, this week for the comedy segment on the Nosebleed Sports Podcast, Adam Adam chose Joe List, uh, which I'm gonna I'm gonna just come out and say it, man. I I thought this was pretty funny. I was laughing pretty hard. Ah, he was really good. I started taking notes in the beginning, and then it's just. I, don't, I think it was really good in the beginning, and then the end, the middle and end were good. But I, the beginning, I was, I mean, it was hard. I was having trouble. Uh, <laughs> when he was talking about being on a plane, when he was talking about being on an airplane, and the guy next to him, he said, he said, we're, we're close enough. I can kiss you without using a neck muscle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was talking about. About how inappropriate it is to eat a lollipop on a plane. <laughs> and please said, I could kiss you without using a neck muscle. Uh, that what was another another funny quote he said. Um, oh, so one of one of my favorite things in the world. One of, this is this is something that I had been thinking about what I was gonna do if I were to lose this bet that we have. Okay. In one of my topics that I was going to bring up, he talked about for a second. And I feel like he stole my material. <laughs> he was talking about how, you know how people, people don't ask you a question or 
they want you to ask a question. He said, uh, not, it was basically not asking a question when someone obviously wants you to ask a question. Yeah. He comes up and he goes, whoo, wild, crazy weekend I had this weekend. And then you just go, cool. Turn around and walk away. They obviously want you to ask about it. Just tell me. Tell, just, just tell me what you did this weekend. I don't, I, why, why I, didn't want, I didn't want this conversation. What makes you think that if you just tell me, maybe I'll enjoy it. But if I have to ask you, I don't want to be here. That I started thinking about a little routine. I was going to base off of this. Now I can't do it. Got to switch everything up. A little upset about that, although I did laugh. Uh, and then, oh, yeah, <laughs> at, the, at the end when he's, when he's talking about that same thing, he said, just tell me your shitty story. Don't make me ask for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so funny. Anyway, there was a whole lot of more funny stuff. I really, 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 really like this dude. I'm giving him a four. Four, four highs. Okay. Five so, highs. You gave him a four? Yeah. Oh, man, I wrote down a four for me, so I'll just tell you right now, I gave it a four as well. Nice. Good. Uh, so, yeah, first time we've had a, the exact same score in a while, I think. Yeah, it is. It definitely is, especially since we've been doing this .625 stuff we've been doing lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, six decimal places is fine. Um, yeah. Yeah. So this is a guy. Yeah, this is a guy that I've been um, I've been watching. I, I he has two podcasts, and I started listening to one of them uh, regularly every week, uh, probably about three months ago or so, maybe. And I, I'd seen this guy before, and uh, he and you mentioned when we when we. Uh, did Sam Morrell that you saw him on the roast on the uh, roast battle? Yes. And by the way, don't go on and watch the roast battle where he roasts his wife. Not roast where the him and his wife do the roast battle. That was Joe the list. You mean? Work. Yeah, Joe List and immediately I watched that one next. Joe List and his wife are both comedians, mm -hmm. and that was the worst roast battle I've ever listened to. Him and Sam Morrell. That's funny. Yeah, it, um, it wasn't the worst one I've ever seen, but it was it, it wasn't as good as yeah. If you watch that and you and you make your decision about Joe List, how funny you think he is based on that, you're not gonna like him much. But uh, if you watch the special, which is called "I Hate Myself," um, which was part of his joke when he talked about that's where I am financially uh, in my life is I can pay with a debit card, and if they say the card's rejected. I can tell him, run it again or whatever. <laughs> I got, I got three bones in that bad boy. Yeah, <laughs> I got three hundred bones in there. Yeah, they said because before that it was, it was. I'm sorry, your card has declined, and he's like, yeah, that makes sense. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm <laughs> gonna rest I hate, my, I hate myself. I'm gonna move in with my parents. <laughs> like that. Anyway, uh, so that that's the title of the special is I hate myself. Um, the, so his podcast that he does with, uh, next week when I choose again, I'm going to choose his partner for this podcast that he does. And it's called Tuesdays with stories. Um, so, and it comes out every Tuesday. Uh, it's, it's a really funny podcast. It's very blue, very raunchy, uh, very inappropriate. Okay. So don't, don't play it on your loudspeaker at work or anything like that or around the kids or any of that That's stuff. Uh, but it's very funny. It is really funny, those two guys together. Um, so check that out. If you're listening to this, watch the 
watch I Hate Myself on YouTube and uh, listen to Tuesdays with Stories. His other podcast he does himself is Mindful Metal Jacket. Check that one out too. Pretty good. Uh, but anyway, that's Joe List. All right, man. So we both like Joe List. Definitely, definitely say we check that out. But if you're following along with us and you watch or listen to the comedy specials, it's my turn to pick. I am almost to the point where I am done picking. Because yeah. my picks always suck. Nah. Well, the last three or four, the last three or four have been pretty bad. So I, uh, I, I obviously, uh, in exact Chris fashion, have not looked into anything uh, that would resemble Sam J. Three in the morning. That looks like a little tiny kid. I'm gonna say no to that. I'm I'm not going to Netflix. I'm taking Netflix off. Okay. Taking Netflix off, and I'm going with an Adam Schmidt esque uh, um, pick. And there's a guy who just put a special out three months ago. No idea anything about him. I feel like I've seen him before somewhere. Just don't know where. And it's a full hour special, Mark Norman. Out no tomorrow. way. No way. Yeah, did you just watch that or something? No, that's the one I was going to pick next week. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. It's so perfect. Bad. Let's do it. I'll All pick right. somebody else next week. That's Good. perfect. He, so he does Tuesdays with Stories, the podcast with Joe List. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought you already said who his partner was. Maybe no. you just said I'm going to do his partner. Mark, okay. It was Mark. Oh, there you go. Mark Norman out to lunch, full special. Uh, this this looks, you know, hopefully it's as good as Joe List, right? Because a lot of, I'm I'm yeah. loving this people that that the not so famous comedians here lately because the real famous ones have not been fun for me. Yeah. Yep. I like these guys that, that still do like, you know, work uh, a lot of nights in the clubs and are getting up, like are growing and are getting to be known. So they're, you know, doing the travel dates and going to the, you know, coming to Columbus and Cincinnati and Indianapolis and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and speaking of that, I purchased tickets to see Hannibal Burris in person. Uh, So it's a drive in. It's, mm-hmm. it's a drive-in show, and I was, I've been very interested since they started doing these during the pandemic. Um, Bert Kreischer's been the biggest advocate for this thing. He's, he's doing to- a tour. And uh, so now a, a lot of people are following suit, and comedians are saying it's weird. It's really strange, and it probably is. Uh, but I would rather do that and sit in my own car than go in and, and, sh- and shove 300 people into a 25 foot by 25 foot square uh, little place with a tiny stage on it. So how does that work? Are they on a stage outside and everybody just drives up and it's kind of like a, like a drive-in movie theater, but it's you on stage with probably you on a big screen behind you? That's right. That is correct. And so you can't really hear people laughing because they're in their cars. Now you can have your windows down and you can, so the, the, the company that's putting this on has very, very strict guidelines about the COVID thing. They say, if you get out, you can get out of your car, but you have to stay within like a, a couple feet of your car. You can get yeah. like lawn chairs out or whatever, but you have to sit right there at your car. Sure. If you get out of your car, you have to have a mask on. They do have concessions and bathrooms. They said, but you can't linger around or anything. Get your mask on, do what you need to do, get back to your car. 
and there it's there's a long thing about it it's a long disclaimer and they're like really serious about it which is why i was i was fairly good yeah 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 so but it's a chance to see big big long disclaimer whole lot of rules see when you get there how many people are following those right yeah that's that's true um so but anyway uh I, i'm excited to get to see hannibal Burris. i was this close and I'm still thinking about it to getting um, Nate Bergazzi is coming to a couple couple places to Columbus and Indianapolis in October doing the same thing, a drive-in thing. So I'm, I'm trying to decide how much money truck, I want to. Huh? You have a truck. Can you back your truck up? And does that, if you're in the bed of the truck, is that considered in your vehicle? Or do I need a mask on to be sitting in the bed of my truck? I, I think you probably don't have to have a mask on if you're in the bed of the truck. Okay. Well then I'm in for this. Totally. There you go. There you go. I'm totally in Uh, for this. Yeah. You've got a, you've got it. Oh, speaking of that. So you were, you were in a, uh, I mean, if you don't want to talk about this on the podcast, that's fine, but you were, you mentioned, you mentioned it a few weeks ago, you were in an accident. You're okay. Oh yeah. Uh, what, what's the car situation? Uh, still got this, uh, Chevy Impala rental car that I'm driving right now because the guy who's supposed to be doing the total loss on my car just decided to take two weeks off and uh, gave him a call today to find out what's going on. And they're like, well, he's still on vacation. We'll see if anybody else has taken over the claim. And nobody has. So, well, at least they didn't call me back today. So my car was deemed a total loss as of last Tuesday. The guy said he'd call me by Thursday. I called him Friday and he was out of town and said he was going to be back Monday uh, on his answer machine. Called, didn't hear anything Monday, Tuesday. Called today and it said he was out of town from Monday through Friday of this week and to press zero to talk to one of his people. So I talked to her and she said, oh, well, everything is on here except uh, nobody's done the, the final analysis. I'll see if somebody on, their, on his team is doing these for him while he's gone and I'll have them call you and I got no call. So there you go. I know you like Shaq, but uh, that's what you get when you go with the general car insurance. Ah, So true. So true. I'm going to tell you what these guys, I I have all state. Don't tell tell me who you have. Don't tell me who you have. Uh, I don't care. Do you not want to (laughs) know? You don't have to say. Oh, don't bother me. It's a buddy of mine. He's been great. Aaron, we, we've had a crazy 2020 years. Aaron's had a couple accidents uh, this year. None of us have had an accident in like 11 years or something like that. And we've had three now. Now, mine wasn't my fault, but uh, they've been phenomenal. They've been great uh, the whole time and been very helpful. Got everything done quick. Of course, this time they've got to work with another insurance company. So I'm sure that other insurance companies probably hold things up just that, yeah, that is probably the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so here's what it is sure. but uh at this point in time i'm still basically sitting on the ground as i drive in the chevy impala which is i haven't driven an actual car in a very long time i've been in an suv or something like that uh for quite a while and i hate it <laughs> do you I like do. sitting up to you i do i like getting a little high so like being oh, up whoa, 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 whoa. On top of the world. Oh, oh sitting on, okay. high on life. I'm high on life, brother. High on life. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know what you mean. I hear you. All right. I just wanted to ask about that because you talked about the end of the truck question. And I know you were talking about maybe 
maybe get in a truck. But yeah, that's the goal. That's the goal right now. But I don't know what I'm getting until they tell me what I'm getting for the car that uh, has been totaled and demolished, and they still haven't fixed the telephone pole. Ooh, telephone pole is kind of at at one of these right now. It's kind of like that. I mean, it's not like this, but it's you know, it's not straight up. It's it's kind of like this. Uh, Is that like a 160, 155, something like that angle? Driven by it quite a few times and, uh, yeah, still hanging out. Still just hanging there. So, there you go. On that note, we've got Joe List. I'm sorry. We've got, what was that dude's name? Norman. Norman. Mark Norman out to lunch. Uh, Great podcast with Andre Edwards. Big, big, big thanks to him at Andre06. Andre Edwards 06 on Twitter. Great follow. The guy's funny. Um, Gets into a lot of different things. Very good follow on Twitter. And check us out next week because there's going to be a lot more basketball next week. We'll have the first week of the NFL season over. Are we – oh, we didn't even talk about that. Are we going to do NFL picks this year? Hmm. I feel like these are our picks. You don't want to do the weekly three picks? We, we can. We can do the weekly three start with week two. We'll start with week two. We'll let week one go by. Okay. Let's get an idea what these teams look like. We'll start with week two. Yeah, NFL football might be unwatchable for the first couple of weeks anyway. It very no, well no might. No preseason. No preseason, no nothing like that. It could be very unwatchable. And uh, let's just get the first week out of the way. We'll start that. And maybe, you know, let's get another bet going, right? Got to have, gotta have something going all the time. It's just, it's just more fun that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just so – I'm a nervous wreck about having to sing. I love the anxiety in Adam's face. And thank God, thank the Lord above that Andre uh, came up with the, with the idea of if you, aren't, if, if you don't hit it nail on the head or if you're not the winner, then the next two got to divvy it out based on their – which games they got the most wins and losses out of. So, on that I note, like that. I love it. It's so great. On that note, until next week, do not forget to turn your headlights on.